Hello, and welcome to the James Sheets Podcast. This podcast features the sermons and preaching messages of James Sheets, who pastored throughout West Virginia for many years. If you like what you hear, please subscribe and leave a five-star review and share a memory of James with us. Let's listen as Pastor James Sheets begins his message. Uh, Because the Christian people are taken out, will be all the 
saved by this great political leader in the Antichrist, as we call it in the scripture, who will say, I'm going to give you peace, and you will give them peace, and they will become followers of him. And then in the middle of the seven-year period, at the two-and-a-half-year point, he suddenly changes his tune and said, hey, I'm not going to listen to any more of this preaching by the prophets of, uh, from Israel and all this conversion going on to Christ. I'm setting myself up as a political and religious leader from Jerusalem itself, and all people will have to fall down and worship me. This is the beginning of the great tribulation. That was opened in verses 1 and 2 did nothing more than identify that there was a person who was coming forth with tremendous power to control this world. And that's at the midpoint of the tribulation period. All right. We are at page 3 in Romans. We see in chapter 6, beginning of verse 3. The opening of the second statement. By the way, the note right above that on page 3 refers to the fact in that world Revelation chapter 12. We don't have time to do it, but you told us some time to look at it. Jewish people will be under particular persecution by the Antichrist. Simply the believing Jews. They will be immediately death by, by the living. They will evidently try to flee for their safety to a place in southern Jordan where there is a huge solid stone that will be made into a fortress and they will try to find that cave to hide in to escape the Antichrist. That's something we will not be able to do. Alright, we're at the second seal in chapter 6 of Revelation. Verse 3, And he opened the second seal, and I heard the beast say, Come see, and there went out a horse that was red, and power was given to him that sat upon the beast of the earth, that they should kill one another. And there was given to him a great sword. We have simply a description of the fact that beginning at the midpoint of the great tribulation period, that this whole world will engage in war. Nation after nation after nation will be prepared to come forth and do battle. In Matthew 24, as I gave you the notes, verse 7, Nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in many places. This is just the beginning of the tribulation that will come upon the world. You see, the Antichrist has proclaimed that he's going to bring peace, but it is pseudo-peace. It is just apparent peace. That's really not peace. But now, when he suddenly says, hey, I'm not only a political leader, I am the God of this world, and all men will worship me, then nations suddenly turn against each other, and America and Europe and Russia, and we'll see some of this as go along, and the Orient and the Arabs all began to, to go to battle each with the other. There will be tremendous war throughout all of, of the earth. There is no mention at the time of, uh, of implementing the 
comes with death. One third of all of the people alive in the world of that day will die as a result of the aftermath of the world. By family and people killing each other because they're hungry. And also by beasts of the earth.
from heaven, their souls from heaven, they're not asking the Lord, how long are you going to let this go on? We put him to avenge our death. And he said, just a little while longer, wait until your fellow servants and their brethren that shall be killed and all that is fulfilled. And then when Christian people will be killed during that period of time. No one wants to be one of those who will be killed during that period of time. The way the escape was to check the Lord Jesus Christ tonight. You're going to have to pull out your cards 
and say, here is my card with the 666 on it, whatever it might be. And you're going to have the 666 card. If you say no, you're going to be turned away from the economy of the world. You're going to be persecuted and probably identified for death by the Antichrist. If you don't want to go through that problem of rejecting the Antichrist, then you can have the 666. By rejecting the Antichrist, you're going to die. But by accepting the Antichrist, you're going to die a little death. And that's because you will go through the judgment that we'll talk about later on in the series. The Lord will say, Depart from me, for I never knew you. In a little while, we're going to get to the Lord putting his number on his people. That's coming up for a while. The Lord will get with me. 16. Revelation chapter 6. Verse 12. Now the elder made open the sixth seal, and there was a great earthquake, and the sun became black as sackcloth and hair, and the moon became as blood, and the stars of heaven fell upon the earth, and the big tree cast the untimely things, and she had shaken a lightning wind. And the heavens departed as a scroll, when it rolled together, and every mountain and mountain were moved out of their place. Notice that. Mountains and islands were moved out of place, and the kings of the earth, and the great men, and the rich men, and the chief captains, and the mighty men, and the bondsmen, and every free man, hid themselves in the wind and the rocks of the mountains, and said to the mountains and rocks, Fall on us, hide us from the face of him that's in the throne, and from the wrath of the land. For the great day of his wrath is come, and we shall be people saved. That's a perfect good description as to what's going to take place in these latter days. I want to suggest to you the stars falling from heaven and all the things that are said here about earthquake and about the sky becoming so black and the moon turning to blood is a real description as to what's going to happen in the comic world if it hits this world. I mentioned under the second seal, that that probably was nothing more than conventional uh, weaponry that was used. I believe that this is the description of the weaponry that, that is identified with nuclear war because it is going to simply disrupt mountains and islands, and they are in fact going to move by the tremendous explosions of atomic energy and hydrogen and all the other mighty uh, powers that we have as far as bombs and ICBMs and all those things are concerned. <coughs> if you go back and see what we're speaking about tonight, you will find the identification of Russia, which is called Magog. Magog is identified back there, and his priest is Rusi, from which the word Russia comes. At the beginning of the nuclear war, Russia will fire the first nuclear weapon that will set off nuclear war in this world. Russia, the United States, the countries of Europe, and China, all right today, have nuclear capacity. You let the nuclear powers turn loose their weaponry upon each other, and you're going to see mountains and islands moved out of their places. You're going to see the moon and the sun darken. You're going to see people trying to find some place to hide. This thing of having a uh, 
fallout shelter that was proposed many years ago will suddenly become very important. And I would suggest to you that if you do not intend to accept Jesus Christ as your Savior, and very soon, you better find yourself a fallout shelter. And you better stop it with water and with food because you're going to be finding a place to hide. And you're going to be planning that God will cover you and hide you from all the nuclear blasts that are going to be fired back and forth from Russia, the United States, to China, to Europe, as these nations turn their weapons on each other. Because the great day of God's wrath has the impact on If you are a Christian, you don't need to fall out shelter. Because you're not going to be here when this seal is revealed. But if you are not a Christian, you need a fallout shelter. And it had better be a good one. And you better hope that you're not on the seacoast. California's going to fall into the ocean. The eastern shore, particularly up in New York and North, will disappear into the Atlantic. Hawaii will no longer be. Uh, England and that territory will cease to exist because of the global synergies. By the tremendous atomic power and hydrogen power is going to be turned loose by the nations upon each other. And then we'll in fact try to find actual holes of the ground then, as it's described in Washington Mountain, and hope that they can escape this tremendous wrath. They will be identified as the wrath of God and his calling. All right, quickly. On the next floor, the seventh seal is found in Revelation 8, but before we go to Revelation 8, we've got to stop at 7. And we'll not read anything from it except just one portion of the verse. God calls an interlude. He stops the process of the destruction of this earth. And for a little while, he stops things. And in the third verse, he says, Hurt not the earth, neither the sea nor the trees, till we have sealed the servants of our God of their foreheads. Remember, the Antichrist has given you your identification, or the unsaved identification, I should say, 666. If a person is a Christian during the period of this tribulation, he has been saved and believed in Jesus Christ. He's gone through all this tribulation. He's still getting alive at this point in time. The Lord is stopping the process and saying, let's get to the benefit. For all the world, the Lord is going to find his people and he's going to see them. The saved of the tribulation will be identified. And in verse 13, I must read from Revelation 7. And one of the old fans of the second view brought one of these which are great in white robes and things came back. And I said to him, Sir, thou knowest, and he said to me, these are they which came out of great tribulation, and have lost their robes, and made them blank in the blood of the land. Therefore I lay before the throne of God and served him day and night in his temple. He that sit upon the throne shall go among them. They shall hunger no more, nor let them hungry. And then start with that because it couldn't work. They shall hunger no more, neither thirst any more, neither shall the sun light on them, nor the heat. For the land which is in this throne shall feed them. 
and shall lead them unto the new fountains of water, and God shall wipe away all the tears from their eyes. That's a description of what the Lord is going to do to those who are saved but die during the tribulation period. There will be multiple of All right. They're identified. Now, Revelation 8. Look at verse 1. And he opened the seventh seal. Then notice what happens. There was silence in heaven about the space of a half hour. What all of heaven saw when that seal was opened was so awesome, so mad, so devastating, that heaven fell silent. For a half hour, nobody said anything as they looked at what was being revealed about what it was to come. Verse 3. And another angel came and stood at the altar, having a golden censer, and there was given the endless incense, that he should offer it. I want you to notice what he offers unto God. He should offer it with the prayers of all saints upon the only dollar which is before the throne. I think this is one of the most beautiful things of all scripture. You and I sometimes think that our prayers don't amount to much. But do you know that God has collected them and will continue to collect them? And today in heaven is going to come at the beginning of the revelation of the seventh seal with an angel with some kind of a vessel called the old censer that is full of incense is going to come before God and in that vessel are going to be all our prayers and he's going to present our prayers to God. Your prayers have not been forgotten. You may have forgotten them. I may have forgotten them. The church may have forgotten them. But the Lord Jesus Christ has preserved our prayers. <coughs> and he will offer them to God as an act of worship at the beginning of the century. And every Christian who has ever prayed throughout all history will have his prayers everybody else is there and the angel will say to the Lord God, here are the prayers for the people. I think this is What's going to be in the 7th seat? This next Sunday night's message. It reveals seven more judgments. Now, they get faster and furious and more devastating than what's going on. This is only the beginning. Seven seals. They're called trumpets now. And we will see what they are and the longings there. But it's going to be more devastating than we've seen this far. I am not talking about fiction, folks. I am not talking about imagination. I am talking about something that is real. This will happen. We're not talking in in a big 
Thank you for listening to today's message. If you like what you hear, hit the subscribe button. You'll receive automatic notifications and downloads when a new message is added to the podcast. Also, please leave a five-star review and take the opportunity to share stories, memories, and appreciation for James Sheets and how God used him to impact your life. If you'd like to know why and how this podcast got started, check out our first episode. Lastly, if you want to donate to help offset the cost of operating this podcast, you'll find a link to our PayPal account in the podcast description and email us at james.sheets.podcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and remember to trust in God for today and for all of your tomorrows.